0: What is the cutest job that you would give an orc in your campaign? Oh. And by job I mean like the simple day to day stuff. So like if your team had like specific jobs just to do within your day to day or like living in the village, what is the cutest job you could think you to give an orc?
1: Cutest? A nanny. But Adorable. Th- but they wear, like, the proper Miss Doubtfire outfit. They're male, Is too. Is this you big, trying to get an orc in foot. a maid outfit, James? Are you, like... No, I can do that on uh, anime <laughs> easily. Don't King worry unlocked. about us. Yeah, like, that, that's an anime. We're good anime to go. Anime unlocked,
0: but no. Different, different situation. But yeah,
1: maid outfit, full Miss Doubtfire attitude, and the kids just love him. Constantly Anything goes wrong, mask. any kid in
2: town goes to him for protection. Oh,
0: I love it so much.
2: I mean, I don't know about cute, but I always like, I always like the idea of seeing an orc... As, like, a guy behind a desk with his, like, suspenders and, you know, his little glasses Tiny and everything. spectacles. Yeah, like an accountant orc just sitting there. like I'm an accountant. One, <laughs> two, three. Shit, where was I? Uh, are we
1: talking spicy seven. accountants?
2: Oh, yeah. It would have to I be. I mean, it. it would have to be. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you could hire one to, like, cook your books by accident. <laughs> right? Air quotes in Yeah, yeah. Them, if, if, if someone, <laughs> yeah. you know, comes looking into that you know I mean, he's yeah. like oh well yeah, you know, it's just an orc it so can't... Kevin
1: from The Office <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just realized I want to make Kevin from The Office as an orc
1: Done. I love it perfect perfect <laughs>
0: it's a mimic the round table Dungeons and Dragons discussion where you never know what you're going to get
2: Welcome to another episode in our conversation on playable races. I'm Dave, and with me today are Megan and James, and this episode is called Orcs, Playing Dumb. In our conversation about playable races in D&D 5th Edition, we've already covered three kinds of dwarves, three kinds of halflings, and three kinds of gnomes. We dedicated two episodes to six kinds of elves, assuming you don't split hairs with the Eladrin, uh, and two episodes on the many variations of Dragonborn. We've done half-elves, half-orcs, kobolds, lizardfolk, yuan Dampier, Hexblood, Reborn, and the 95,000 kinds of humans in the Forgotten Realms. And of course, we dedicated full episodes to Tieflings, Aarakocra, ASMR, and Genasi. You can find all these episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and dozens of other podcast apps, or you can jump over to YouTube and dig into the entire playlist called Off to the Races that we've built there. There's quite a bit of lore about orcs in Episodes 15, 101 and 102, really dive into the lore and societies that are available in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition so far. Episode 82 covered what it means to play half-orcs, but what about playing the full-blown thing? Well, this episode of the It's a Amendment podcast takes a look at all the different kinds of playable orcs that you can use to build a character, and the panel of Dungeon Masters is going to see what role-play opportunities exist out there for our muscle-bound brawlers. Uh, I know that orcs are Dan's favorite playable race uh so i gotta but say but they're not yours but not not particularly <laughs> mine no uh however i have been fortunate enough to see enough of them wielded at a table that i'm pretty excited to kind of jump into this topic yeah. uh, before we get started though megan james how do you guys feel about the difference between what D has to offer orcs versus what warcraft lord of the rings warhammer and other sources have to offer
0: I don't know, it's hard to say in the sense that orcs within D&D 5th edition are developed specifically to be playable races, so you're supposed to give them a personality. Whereas I find in other places where fantasy things are established and you're just watching something play out, they tend to be very personality
1: Yeah, they're a mindless grunt that you don't have an issue seeing wiped out of existence in brutal yeah, ways. Like if they had a personality, even if they were evil... You would be a little concerned about how some of these creatures you've seen in Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers have died.
0: Oh yeah, like murdered, yeah, genocide murdered,
2: hard genocide. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, when they're in Helm's Deep, and I I mean, I guess that's Urakai, but like they're rushing in and they just get absolutely obliterated. If that was the other way around, yeah, we would have problems with that. Well, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Dan would have problems with that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're they're supposed to be the bad guy, right? They're tailor made to do it. And I think that that's kind of one of the neat things about inserting them as a playable race uh, is, I mean, James, I know you're an exception, but uh, not a lot of people get to delve into the the evil side of uh, of playable races in Fifth Edition. Like, the, you're you're supposed to get along, you're supposed to uh, make it work, be more amicable to the party, you Which know?
1: does not make sense to me in the society. In general, it doesn't make sense to it, you in general. Well, yes, but in the society <laughs> D&D exists in, where death is just around the corner, you would not be amicable with random strangers.
2: You'd be very protectant of yourself. But, I mean, that's why backstories can be so important. But I feel like that's a different but Yeah, it's a different That's a very conversation. different
0: conversation. The conversation here is, orcs are people too.
2: <laughs> yeah, they... The, more than meets the eye, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so very briefly, an overview on what we know about orcs. All right, let's do it. What color are orcs? You guys know
1: gray,
0: there's 17,000 different colors, they are
2: mostly gray. Uh, on top of the regular gray orcs, there is you know, not gray orcs, not gray orcs. Right? I th- when I think of an orc, I immediately go to green, yep. but I know that that's not necessarily the way it is in fifth edition, right. What else do you guys think about? I mean, I think like the big tusks. Tasks, yeah, you know.
1: tusks. Usually wounds, not open wounds per se, but like scars starring. and battle regalia yeah. on them. Treasures from kills. Teeth and bones. Yeah.
0: More yep. visceral. Missing an eye. In a know. lot of
2: cases, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just grunting and yelling and yeah. not really using words. Words.
2: They got kind of piggish faces as well. Oh, yeah. A little bit.
0: Upturned nose.
2: Pointy ears. Uh, they're yeah. almost elf-like in that. I think that's probably one of the most overlooked physical aspects of mm-hmm. them is they're not just a regular-looking yeah. guy. right? There's always
0: guys- one ear bitten off, you
2: know? Yeah, I kind of think they <laughs> all almost look too.
1: like... <laughs> the same ear, there's just one <laughs> the left guy. The always bitten off. <laughs> at recruiting, he just sits there and just bites off the left ear.
2: <laughs> They've got, like, big foreheads too, though, right? Like They look the almost... Head, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. at least. They look like Cro-Magnon <laughs> Man, right? Uh. You know, they got a little bit of that primitive look to them where they're kind of, you know, slouched over a little bit. A lot of
0: slouching over right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? We are. Actually,
2: slouching. we're all kind of like leaning the same way. <laughs> like we've all yeah. got the left, <laughs> elbow, left on elbow on the arm of the chair, yeah. holding our hands together, leaning that way. I will
1: say it's because I've been leaning the right way all day at work and yeah. I realized my right side was hurting about I'm half hour. I'm just leaning in
0: the microphone because I'm told about loud enough. So.
2: Well, I mean, compared to Dan... Nobody's loud. Dan yells. True. Right. Uh, but, I mean, the other thing about orcs is they are relatively humanoid in stature. Yeah. They're bigger, but they're they're still humanoid. I mean, they, they you know.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: They do get a bad rap. They are pretty much always perceived as evil, uh, repulsive, stinky, dumb, ugly. They're raiders and pillagers. Uh, you know, all not-so-good qualities. The... There is a lot of stereotype that goes on with orcs because I think that they're so involved in so many different fantasy settings, and they do kind of fit that one common theme over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, have you guys ever played orcs or half orcs? No, as a playable race. No. No. Okay. So there are a few like key key differences between them. The half orcs they live a little bit longer. Uh, they aren't always evil, but it specifically says that they are usually not good.
0: Okay. Not great. <laughs> not good, but not great. Exactly. <laughs> Fair.
2: Uh, they can be a little bit shorter, right? So they're not necessarily as tall. So they're 5'8 instead of 6'7. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they. I think between 5 and 6 feet, it said, instead of between 6 and 7. Like It's it's, it's a little bit different. Okay. Uh, and then for abilities, they get the Relentless Endurance, which when you drop to one hit point, or when you drop to zero, you drop to one instead. Mm-hmm. And you can do that once a day. Always useful. Yeah. And they've got the Savage Attack, which on a critical hit, you can roll one extra damage die. So if you're gonna roll like with a longsword instead of Ooh. A D eight, you'd normally yeah. on a you'd roll two. The savage attack you get three.
1: Nope. Oh, imagine great weapon master with that too. Uh, yeah, it it gets Oh, you can stack some real damage into that. Yeah, sorry, but you can in, only use it once.
2: Uh sorry, you know the, the relentless endurance can be once a day. Once the savage day. attack is on a critical hit. It's
0: on a crit, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You can throw on the f- things that let you drop your crit down to an eighteen too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a few feats you mix in there and you're a powerhouse with simple rolls. Oh, I remember
2: 3.5 with stacking abilities. You could get your crit range to be like 12 to 20.
0: Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, okay. I, I can. You? I Possibly can. Imagine. It's
2: great. And then yes. you do like 600 damage because you've been maxed. There. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, my 3.5 is showing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, wait wrong. a minute. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> Put it down.
2: On the other side of that, though, orcs, they get the aggressive trait. Uh, Which they can use their bonus action to move towards an enemy. uh, But they have to end their turn closer to the enemy than where they started. Okay. Okay? Uh, And they also get powerful build. Which means uh, they're considered one size category larger for carrying capacity, push-pull. Now, it's really easy to say that orcs are dumb and evil and just really lean into that. But you can do more than that with an orc. Mm -hmm. You can play them dumb intelligently, right? Not every action has to be a dumb action, right? Even dumb people are capable of smart things sometimes. You just gotta play into their wheelhouse. Nobody's expecting a big buff orc to you know, be a good accountant.
0: But here we go. We, we are now, we've created Kevin yeah. the
2: Accountant. Kevin the Accountant
1: dork. One of us needs to play this in a game with Dan, and all we want to do is be in a town trying to account. Trying to his whole game by trying to be an accountant.
2: What would you like to do? I pick up a hand of gravel yeah. and start counting Can I the go
1: to a local shop and ask if they need help? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to help with their books.
2: No, my magical abacus. abacus. <laughs> <my laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I would love to hear that. It's magical, it just gives you the wrong answer every time. Cursed abacus, Cursed right? Abacus. <laughs> but now if he's
1: already getting the wrong answer and he has a wrong answer, abacus, would he always be right?
2: Double negative? No, James, because there are varying degrees to being incorrect.
0: Is this extra wrong?
2: <laughs> right? Extra wrong, yeah. yeah. It's like you can be a little wrong. It's like being off by, you know, an inch or a mile, right?
0: It's like that episode of The Office when Kevin had a magical number that when he didn't know what the answer was, he <laughs> just used the same symbol over and over again. Oh, poor Kevin. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go on. But
2: the important thing to remember when you're playing an orc is that they they aren't always that stereotypical dumb. Uh, they can be very intelligent. They can do smart things. Mm-hmm uh maybe they're master tacticians right you know there's there's more to it than just being the dumb orc
0: well they're battle ready you have to be smart somewhere yeah in in their history and quite
2: honestly like seeing a player do that kind of thing is just annoying like oh i want to go do this and i want to go do this and like you know they're just leaning into it well it it gets kind of old yeah you know yeah awful stupid
1: but like chaotic stupid chaotic stupid yeah
2: Yeah. Uh, The other thing is orcs always tend to get the uh, bad rap of being rather hostile. Yeah. And that's not, again, always the case. They are capable.
0: Of being uh, nannies.
2: (laughs) Of being nannies and accountants. (laughs) And
0: accountants. (laughs) Whatever they put their mind to,
2: guys. (laughs) But when you're playing them, you need to learn their motivations and really lean into it like you would any character, right? These are not mindless idiots. Yeah. Maybe an orc is rather conniving. Maybe he's trying to get into a party to play the long game. Maybe he's, you know, putting his own necessities aside in order for a greater good. There can be honor among that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they're not just stupid killing machines.
1: True. You don't have to be smart to be cunning or ingenuitive.
2: No, and you can really lean into those, like, positive orc qualities, right? They're Like, they're strong. Play to that strength. See what they did there? Yeah,
1: well done, Dave. Uh, there's a lot of
2: <laughs> honor. There's loyalty to their tribe or to their horde, uh, you know. And they they they're packs, right? Like they don't get pack tactics as an ability, but I think you almost could make an argument in some cases that they should, right? They do work together.
0: That's true. I wonder why they wouldn't have a pack tactics option.
2: Well, they get the aggressive. They get you know. But they that's
0: get... like very solo still.
1: Yeah, solo fighting.
0: Is it, I would al-
1: as a DM. I would allow not my playable orc the player character unless they're fighting with the their family faction
2: yeah so
1: if other orcs are there too bad you don't get anything but if your cousin your brother and your mom are you fighting with your you, family
0: tribe yeah they're orc, there they're yeah. fighting Yeah. yeah, yeah
1: sure yeah. you get pack tactics
2: yeah <clears throat> yeah that's fair i mean it's a good way to kind of homebrew your own little spin yeah, ride, right? it gives a limitation that they can't do it
1: with just Anyone that they consider an ally has to be someone that knew them from birth, who know how they fight. They know if they're going in at the same time for the same type of hit, they know their head's not going to be chopped off. They know perfectly well where he's hitting and they're hitting.
2: Yeah, fair enough. I like it. Uh, Any other notes that I missed on the general overview of orcs? Anything that stands out to you guys?
0: No, man. I think we defended them quite nicely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, let's roll initiative and see who's going to do their kind of orc first.
0: 20. Twenty. I'm going last with a sixteen.
2: Fifteen.
1: Eighteen. Oh, you bitch! All right, James. <laughs> okay, I will be covering the orcs of Exandria from the uh, Wild Mount book. So the orcs of Exandria are one of the youngest races. They are said to be born from elves, which kind of what Dave mentioned earlier. From the blood of Ramesh and Runer, and I'm sorry to any Critical Role fans, I'm going to butcher this, Kill and it. I have hot takes. Kill it with
2: fire. Are, are you a Critical Role fan?
1: Eh. Like, I don't mind it, but I don't follow.
2: Okay. What a time
0: sink. No offense. Yeah, that's like, that I, was my
1: issue with it. Like, however, I
0: watch... comma, we have, like, almost 200 episodes for
1: yeah. this
2: podcast.
1: But they're not four hours but... apiece.
2: <laughs> fair, Well, fair, fair, th- fair. there's
1: a few. <laughs> you can skip them. Don't worry about it. I'm not on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They were born from the elves by the blood of Grimesh and Runer when Quorl was pierced by the orc god's eye on the field of battle.
0: Sounds very dramatic. It sounds super dramatic. I love it. Keep going.
1: Half orcs are said to inherit the blood of Rainer, which some say carries bloodless and fury in it, as all that is also in all other orcs. Um, though this is believed in across the world. It is actually untrue and there's no supernatural ability or divine ability to lead them to rage and bloodlust. This is one of my, I was reading over them and I had issues with that. Like them saying, oh, they're not actually bloodlust people, just fear them. Felt like people telling, I'm someone of color and telling me, oh, you're smarter than you look. It was one (laughs) of those little bit of a dog whistles and I didn't like it. Yeah. I was reading that and I'm like, this, the whole race... Fucking dare. Yeah. I had issues with it. Aww. Um, so what you get with this being this race is a plus two in strength and a plus one to constitution.
2: Yeah. Uh
1: your age of adulthood is sixteen and you live about to eighty. Your alignment is tended strongly toward chaos or toward lawful, depending if you're rejecting chaos. Yeah. The orcs of this continent, unlike others, are sell well be- well above eight feet tall and weigh more than 280 pounds there's rules actually built in to help you customize your size a bit more so it would be the size modifier of 2d8 so it'd be five feet plus four inches plus your size modifier would give you your size
2: okay so if you like rolled a, a 12 then it would just add an extra foot onto that so actually, 6 yeah, actually 12
1: inches onto that all right mm. And then you would also have your weight modifier, which is 175 pounds, plus 2d6, and then you're multiplied by your size modifier. Okay. So you get real hefty up there. All right, so
2: the size modifier affects a couple different yeah, things. It, yeah, it okay. affects your height and
1: it can affect your weight. All right. Okay. Your standard walk speed, move speed of 30 feet, dark vision out to 60. You get the aggressi- aggressive... Um, Natural talent, trait, which is the bonus action that you have to move toward an enemy. You also have powerful build, as Dave discussed earlier. You get primal intuition here. So you have the proficiency of two skills of your choice from the following list of animal handling, insight, intimidation, medicine, perception, and survival.
2: I like that. It kind of gives you an idea that they're more than just a regular orc. There's a, a feeling of community. They've got... They've got their their healers. They've got, uh, you know, their chiefs. You know, there's more... The on druid the side of the her. wisdom side.
0: Kind yeah, of yeah more toward yeah.
1: the wisdom, more for... Especially a few of the tribes of the orcs that are across Exandria. There's one nomadic tribe.
2: Yeah, okay. So they're,
1: that'd be a very good place to start if you're pulling from a cleric or even a um, druid. Yeah. That'd be sure. a great place to start for them. Yeah. The languages you speak are common in orc. Nothing too fancy, fancy or exciting. Uh, the fact that the orcs are more accepted in society, but not fully accepted, is a really good place for role-playing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when people do see you, they'll hold their purse or walk across the street because they're a little scared of you.
2: But orcs are, like, in society. But they it's are not, in society. They're so not just the Roman orcs. Half orcs are more orcs. in
1: society than orcs themselves, but orcs are generally saw as well-sought-after soldiers okay. because of orkiness.
0: Orciness? love. Orciness. It. Change the name of the episode, thanks. <laughs> Kevin Orkiness. Orkiness. <laughs> that
2: that should be as Kevin Orkiness.
0: Kevin Orkiness. Yeah. Fuck damn.
2: Professional okay. charger accountant. Yes.
0: Use <laughs> <Here's> my card. <laughs>
2: that's what I got. All right.
0: It seems pretty simple.
1: Yeah, they're not overly complicated. There's a bit on each of the three tribes mentioned, but I think that's more for a player to delve into if they're interested in orcs to begin with, because. It's not a lot there to go off of. Sure. Uh, All right.
2: Well, let's roll initiative. I got some questions for everybody.
0: Okay. 11.
1: 14.
2: And I got a four. All right. Uh, Well, then, James, what's one interesting reason why one of these creatures would become an adventurer?
1: To get away from their particular tribe, whether they're from one of the cities or the wandering tribe, to be different, to stand out. To have their teen angst moment, essentially. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, so I'm familiar with that. <laughs> like everyone's
0: familiar with their teen angst adventure in life. <laughs> Fair? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like the fact that these ones focus in on like being a part of society and being functioning... Again, you can play into that. You can give them personalities. You can give them Mm -hmm. It feels very
1: on brand with what's coming for 5e, that everything's included. You're not evil by nature. You're evil by either environment or choice.
2: Yeah. That's what I kind of like about this. That's kind of the reasoning I was thinking of is, like, these do feel that they're a more integrated piece of society, which I think is where we are going to trend in that direction. I feel like it's
1: halfway there, though. I feel like if you're going to do it, you should have just done it, especially because it's... From a personal homebrew world, you could have had them fully integrated. This, to me, feels like a half step. That we want them to be integrated, but everyone sees them evil. So we'll keep the bad attitude, but say they're not evil.
2: Sure. Uh, What kind of insights do you have for players who want to explore role-playing this kind of character? Uh, For me, it would
1: depend on your class. That would heavily dictate on how you're going to follow that character's progression. A sorcerer would be very different to a cleric for what they're wanting to get out of life and around them.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd focus, again, I like the idea of focusing on that they have a job. Yeah. And they have like, a very specific focus. Because, like, again, you don't want to play these things too stupid. You don't want to mm-hmm. play them too chaotic dumb, right? So giving them something that is their hyper-focus and their number one thing that they can do for the party I think is a great way to integrate yourself into a party that might be afraid of an orc. Or be like, are you an aggressor? Are you this? No, no, I'm just, I'm just the chef, you okay. know. Like, I'm just here to cook dinner for you. Like, would you like fish or meats? Like, food
1: what? wars, quality food every every night.
0: time. <laughs> have,
2: you, have you seen that? Uh, I think it's a Netflix movie, Bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the the orcs that are like the are Will comps. Smith and the orcs. And the yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was kind of a neat take on having them having orcs integrated into like a common society. That was kind of a neat, like urbanized orcs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you, Dave?
2: Uh, again, this is this, when you're digging into an orc like, like this, I feel like you really have to figure out your motivations. You really have to dig deep into that backstory much more than I would a regular playable race. Like a human is a human. I just, yeah, i give it a human thing, but in order for it to be here, And get the recognition it deserves. It needs to be fleshed out a little Mm -hmm. bit better. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Especially
1: if you're not playing in a world like Exandria. If you're not playing with a world that's already been set up to have orcs as even second class citizens. You're going to have a harder time for it. So you need to know your motivations, your backstory, your core beliefs. Yep.
0: Your rhyme, your reason. Your what have Yes.
2: Exactly. Uh, Now, we all know that. Orcs and half-orcs make great barbarians.
0: Sure. Other than
2: that, what class or subclass would be a good thematic fit for this?
0: What were the um,
1: stat mods for this one? Um, I might pull that back up one moment.
2: Because I figure if it was, you know, barbarians would just be the same for everything we <laughs> oh, do yeah. here, right? Oh, yeah. Barbarian,
0: barbarian, barbarian. So yeah. what I'm saying. What's Strength the stat mod? and
1: constitution. So they are geared toward a barbarian melee class. Yeah, but with also the new rules in other books about how to flip your modifiers, it's not as important what they are.
2: Yeah,
1: for me, I think a druid would be fun. I think a druid would be really interesting from an orc because what plants do they cultivate? Is it a normal dandelion, or do they have oh my god, the cutest
0: job in the world? He just has a greenery. Yeah, he's got a greenhouse. He's just like my pants.
1: <laughs> instead of the um, it's make, Wally it's a,
0: the York, instead of big mansion,
1: he has his own greenhouse that he has a little portal to.
0: Hates it when people litter. Yeah, just like just fucking gets livid. Beats the hell
2: gets out aggressive. of people. Gets aggressive. Gets
0: aggressive when someone litters. It like runs over, you intimidates doing?
2: you to pick up your trash. Yeah,
0: just tosses it in the window of your car. Yeah. Like that's this guy.
2: <laughs> I love oh, that.
0: Oh, it's so cute. I don't know. I always feel like um, orcs can be thought of as something that's very devout, right? Again, I like the idea of giving something that is their focus and what they do. So I could almost see one of these folks being like a, like a cleric or someone who has some kind of like a, something they worship.
1: What flavor of cleric? I,
0: I well, oh. not the,
1: like not exact flavor, but are they the more war, death, like oh, I'd be more
0: warish because I okay. feel like at the end of the day, they if you want to build something that's workable, you're gonna mm. have to do something that can battle. Especially yeah. if you're going to be strength and constitution, and yet clerics are, like, what, a, a charisma-based...
1: Uh, wisdom, wisdom and...
0: Like, Charisma-ish. So it'd be well, very hard to stat everyone. build something like that yeah. and not try and make it at least slightly fighty. So I feel like war cleric would be the more fitting, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. But at least you would have a couple of, I feel like it would be, like, that really one that would know how to kill something. Yeah. But we'll also be like, okay, but I heal, too. Mm-hmm. I will take care of you. I think like, death
1: can be cool, too. Yeah, that's true. Because they are a warring tribe, so death is very prominent to them. Yeah, fair, fair. I like it. That'd be another interesting one, yeah.
2: Yeah. It always seemed kind of weird to me that, or to see orcs wielding magic. Now, I know that they do, and, like, that's great. Good for them. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) equal opportunity, right? But uh, it just, it always seemed really strange. When you have an army of orcs, maybe only a handful are actually spellcasters. Right? Like, that seems like to me, if I was going to make a playable orc, there would need to be some good backstory reason to, to get into the magic. So, I would probably do something a little more simple uh, because I'm not big on building my backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to build a backstory with Dan and another player on our Sunday group, and you can ask them. It has been a source of frustration for both of them. I'm not good at backstory. I just want to roll my clippity clackity math dice, right? Oh, that's Math nice. rocks, yeah. So, um, or in most cases, you're. <laughs> clickety clackety math rocks because mine don't work that's true yeah we, we've
0: gotten to a habit of we'll trade dice at the table yeah, yeah. it's just
2: like oh it, it happened one again all right come on let's trade use, it up. Trade yeah. i think
0: one <laughs> session we traded like six dice yeah it, it worked
2: out for you last time you rolled a couple of crits and...
0: uh, i think like the last two sessions that's worked out well for me 100 yeah. percent.
2: <laughs> i love it but uh, i would probably lean into something more fight like a fighter Right. Okay. I know. I know it's a bit of a cop out because I said not barbarian fighter. But Fighters are different from barbarians. They absolutely are. <laughs> just like humans are. are different
1: from variant well, humans.
2: Well, I, I think that the orcs <laughs> are are it suits them. Yeah. To have all of these abilities, action surges, and you know other kind of, uh, martial abilities. Yeah. Right. That makes sense to me. That seems like a really easy trope to lean into. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't, you know, like justifying every little thing, this just. Kind of makes it nice and easy. Fair. Right? I like
1: that.
2: Anything else on the orcs of Exandria? Yeah,
1: I think that's right. We're going to hear about it if we're wrong. That's true. That's true. So, um, no, I don't have anything else on the orcs of Exandria. All right.
0: Hello, everyone. It's Megan. I finally get to do a commercial spot all by myself. Just me, just you, hanging out, talking about commercial stuff. Now Dan and Adam came to me a few days ago and politely asked me if I would record a little blurb about liking and subscribing and leaving reviews on iTunes. And I graciously and humbly agreed because of the kind hearted and warm person that I am. So here I am asking you to like and subscribe. And let's be real. It took both of them a lot of courage to come and ask me this question because they knew they had to do so with kindness. So please come along, leave your reviews, comment, tell your friends, buy some merch, however you want to help support the podcast. We love the time we get to spend with you. But don't forget to support some of the others associated with the podcast as well. All their accounts are on Instagram. You can find our logo artist, Katie, at Clementine Art Portraits, The Music Guy Tyler, good guy, could use more love at Melodics Music. Uh, You can even find peps uh, at peperina underscore sparkle gem or even myself on Instagram at omegaart, zero M-E-G-G-A-R-T. And of course, you can always go on to the It's a Mimic and harass Adam and Dan there. So remember to take a few minutes for every episode you listen to and boost up those metrics with likes, comments, follows, and subscriptions. And if you have a business, online store, or passion project that you'd like us to show the world... Reach out to info at itsamimic.com to buy some ad space here on the podcast. Let's work together to build this community up. All right, I'm going to cover the Orcs of Eberron, which I think is fucked up because Dave knows everything about Eberron. I saw
2: that. Oh, I'm going to do that one. Oh.
0: Oh, Megan gets oh, to do that one. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to fuck well, it up. Well, to be, to be <laughs> fair,
2: I'm replacing Dan. This was supposed to be Dan. That's true. All right, that's so true. anybody that's upset that Dan's not on an Orc episode, we tried. You get me instead... I'm sorry. And I'm taking Eberron, so yeah. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: However, weirdly enough, listening to your they're not that much different from Alexandria. No? Not at all. Like
1: It, it, it is, doesn't surprise me.
0: It, their their history is a little bit more yeah. rich. Um, just because it's developed over, like,
1: way, more, way years. more
0: years and way more. So I'm yeah. not going to go over everything with their history, but their history is a lot more rich than I think what That's good. you had to work with. But I liked the quote in the book, which was, we are hunters in a world of sheep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cute. Alright, so before the humans came to Corvair and fuck shit up, uh, orcs and goblinoids kind of ran the empires. And then eventually the goblinoids pushed the orcs into more unwanted lands, which included the Shadow Marshes, the Demon Wastes, and the base of the Iron Root Mountains. Okay, so but in how are doing so? The orcs, based on wherever they landed, ended up learning different abilities and fun tricks from living within those desolate places. So for instance, being chased to the shadow marshes, uh, orcs actually learned druid magic. So that's just one example of the different areas that they can learn different things from. So much like how your orcs had three different tribes, so do Eberron's. So Eberron does have the three main tribes, Gashkala, Dorashdar, and then an unnamed tribe of half-orcs. Fair. Yeah.
2: That's one of the things that I really like about Eberron is they leave a lot of blanks. Yeah. Right? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Yeah. So,
0: and weirdly enough, the one that has the richest history is the one that does not have a name. Yep. So, Gashkala, also known as the Silver Flame, they reside within the demon wastes and, like, dedicate their lives to battling the evils that are there. Um, Human tribes have been known to kind of show up and help out, which has kind of led to the increased population of half-orcs, because why the fuck not? Naturally. But you will find both half-orcs and orcs in that area. The Jaroshtar, uh, they reside at the base of the mountains with a big grudge against dwarves because... Why not? You're at the mountains, dwarves, fuck dwarves. Um, And due to their isolation, there are not a lot of half orcs here. So this is mostly, you would rarely find a half orc at the base of the mountains. It's just your classic orc. And then finally, within the shadow marshes, uh, this just kind of feels like your common middle ground that is just riddled with half orcs. Which does kind of have a rich history of fighting aberrations of the dragon that sleeps below. Um, sudden giving into its wiles, others not. So, battles ensue, some tribes fight other tribes. Like, it's a very, very huh. long, rich history about this area. Um, but due to this rich history of this place, there are many reasons as to why I feel you would want an orc to come from here. Because to your point with Eberron, there's so much open ended reasons as to why things exist. And I feel like this place specifically, there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason. But there is like a long history. But if you were to play an orc from here, you can play it from one of eight different places within the shadow marches yep um
1: it already sounds more interesting as a layout for an or playable orc yeah too.
0: exactly however the traits themselves are exactly the same as what yours were so um ability score increases are strength and constitution uh they get their dark vision Woo! uh they get their aggressive which is the uh basically you get your extra um action bonus action to be closer to someone yeah your powerful build, which we've described many times, which is carrying upwards from your size. Primal instu- primal intuition, which is your extra proficiency choices, which are animal handling, insight, intimidation, medicine, nature, perception, survival. Feels very outdoorsy to me. Yeah. 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 Um, and then languages are common in Orc. However, their alignment is whatever the fuck you want it to be. They don't have a determined, predetermined, and it doesn't say anything about mm. Being closer to one direction yeah. than the other, you, it's very fluid.
2: Yeah, they're more tribal than hordey. Yeah, yeah.
0: So a little bit more gracious. So if again, if you wanted to make a an orc with a more fleshed out backstory and that isn't necessarily going to be evil or doing one thing or the other, like this, I feel Eberron is a great place to do that. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, absolutely.
0: But that's that. That is that. That's Eberron.
2: All right, more questions. Let's roll more dice.
0: Okay. Six.
2: Eighteen.
0: Eight. What the.
2: Fuck, I'm doing
1: really good today, and it's been with three different dice. Do you want
0: to trade dice? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here, you
2: can use this d4. <laughs> <Fuck> right
0: off. <laughs> All right,
2: James, what's one interesting reason why one of these creatures would become an adventurer?
1: From the third tribe, where there was more half orcs, um, the phantom of the dragon wiped out your little village or your little tribe. So now you're alone. So you need to go out into the world to survive somehow.
0: You've heard of these other Orc tribes. Yeah, you've heard of Orc tribes. You've heard of human
1: civilizations. You know there's stuff out there. You've never experienced it before.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. What would you name the tribe?
1: That's a lot of questions, Dave. Yeah, well, I got more. (laughs) Uh, uh, Whatever the random name generator tells me. They
2: always do for these things. Fair enough. We'll we'll, we'll come back to that one. Uh, I mean, one interesting reason why these would be an adventure. I mean... I like the idea of the 13th nation of Corvair, the Drom, Drom. Uh, It's a nation of monsters that are trying to uh, be recognized by the other nations. I like the idea of having orcs that come from this region of Corvair and are, are almost like the best of the best orcs get sent out to try to promote that orcs are more than meets the eye. There's more to them. Uh, they're, they're supposed they're to be like an advocacy, positive...
0: group for, advocacy group for, advocacy uh, yeah,
2: reform. emissaries of
1: goodwill and prosperity.
2: Yeah. Right. I think, I think that would be an interesting yeah. way to work that into it as an, you know, yeah. as a reason for, for leaving the homelands, you know.
0: Oh, see, I would want to build something within the homelands. I almost want to run a campaign that is entirely orcs at the base of the Iron Mountain. Yeah. And then you're just going in to kill all the dwarves.
1: I'd play that. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, I'd everybody throws game. a fucking orc. Everybody rolls a different mm-hmm. kind of orc. And again, with an Eberron, you can probably be any type of orc that you want to be.
1: Could can also make it a holy war and then you're not
0: evil. Yeah, so it's, like, <laughs> it's, just, it's actually just patriotic. Yeah. Um, it just feels really good. They
1: attacked our people, so we need to eradicate the threat entirely. 100%. If you rip it out by the root, it never comes we back.
0: We need to save the women and the children.
1: Exactly. So.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> now
1: give them arms and let's go to war.
2: Give them
0: arms and we go to war.
2: <laughs> one, one of the things that I really liked about Eberron as well is that it really does flesh out the politics yeah. uh, of the world a lot more so than you find in other places. Uh, and it also really does flesh out the uh, the religions as well. So you mentioned holy war. Yeah, man, get into it. There are multiple different uh, religions in the Eberron book that are are would work here. Right?
0: Absolutely. Like there's there's even like um if you go into the Eberron book, there's a whole lot of other things there, like um there are dragon marks or they they do talk specifically about half works or of, of Corvair, like and they have details of that as well. So there's like a large section of what works in half arcs half orcs are within eberron
2: oh yeah and then you get like the houses involved and it just gets yeah insane
0: yeah it gets very very detailed so it's one of those things where if you did want to play an orc that is specifically from eberron or you're playing in an eberron campaign definitely do your reading do your research it's not a classic orc i think it's no it's different they're
2: more and i hate to use the word civilized
0: Yeah. Civilized, more organized, more like you you will have a passion, you will have a run, you will have a reason, like you are existing for a purpose.
1: Yeah, more like a flushed out existing race as to before they were a bad guy.
0: Yeah, just wars and hordes. Yeah, they and were an enemy area.
1: to kill and then for the weird people to play, but now Army it's a yeah. actual race that has history. Oh,
0: that would be cool though. Like the, the orcs of the, of like at the base of the mountain, they're the orcs for hire for when you need... An army. an army of orcs, right? The Golden uh,
2: Horde, perhaps.
0: Shall we say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, James, did you come up with a, a name yet?
1: Yes, Yazgubar.
2: Yazgubar.
0: What is this the name of again?
1: The town. Dave Your asked town? me for a name. No, the, the, so... the, the
2: third tribe. The name of the third Get tribe. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's okay. I was the, only going to ask James <laughs> that. We're generator. good. We're fine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's rude, David. Name. James. Yes. What kind of insights do you have for players who want to explore role-playing this kind of character?
1: As Megan said earlier, read up and do your history. There's a lot to pull here. So there's a lot of inspiration to have. i um, and also make sure you talk with your DM on how they're going to play orcs throughout the rest of the society. Yeah. But I think that's important for all the orcs we've talked about today.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, you really got to flesh out where these ones are coming from and what their, their motivations are. Uh, I mean, you can play an entire campaign without leaving the shadow marches. You don't need to involve the rest of it. So the at-home campaign, like you mentioned, the at-home uh, orc, mm-hmm. yeah, lots, of, lots of opportunity there. Uh, there's just there's there's so much. Like my only insight here would be make sure that you look at everything before you make your decision because there is just like a plethora of of stuff out here for orcs. It's more than just you know two pages in a book. It's it's a lot more than that.
0: Yeah. No, I like your comment, James, about how if you're going to play an orc, talk to your DM about what orcs are in mm-hmm. the area that you're in. Because if you just drop in as an Eberron orc into a regular orc society place, they're going to be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, they're going to and like and it would be where the, the, the flip side of that is, it'd be very interesting interaction if you were an orc from Eberron that ended up just in like another plane, shall we say, through portals or what have you, and now you're introduced to a bunch of orcs that are just army grunts and then they're trying to have an intelligent conversation in orcish, but you can't because it's a very different style of communication. Mm-hmm. And they're confused why you're running around with the human variant cleric that's just hanging out in the corner, they're like, I'm sorry, but we would murder this yeah. and eat it. So I don't know what you're doing, right? I feel like that would be a very fun thing to expand upon. But mm-hmm. I feel like, again, you would want to have that conversation with your DM, be like, hey, this interaction is going to come up. This is what orcs are like in this world. You're different. So get ready for those kinds of interactions.
1: That would be a fun conversation if the DM and that player kept it quiet too. Yeah. So the rest of the party notices it. They yeah. notice there's a party of orcs now following them through town and they don't know why. Yeah. And as soon as their orc friend leaves, half of them follow him. The other half follow the rest of the party because they're obviously up to something.
0: Yeah. Some Interesting.
2: I like that. Some intrigue. Yeah. So much intrigue.
1: Uh, if you're into a class or subclass
2: for these ones, what would you do?
1: It would depend on the location you pull them from. Yeah. Like there's the ones that are heavily geared toward druids. There's the fighter classes, which would be, in my opinion, martial. And then the in-between ones where the dragon phantom appears. I'd give them any kind of magic. You're around a phantom of a slumbering dragon. Mm. That's got power just leaking off of it, if you ask me. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I'd probably go with something like a spore druid. Uh something that's yeah. like grotesque as a class and mm-hmm. just like really lean into it. Make this guy so gross that even other orcs don't want to be around him. <laughs> just gross. Right. right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like lean into that more primal side of it because I think they're really getting away from it. I think it would be neat to bring the primal side back a little bit while still exploring that. See how those two kind of it mesh or don't in that manner.
0: Yeah. You're yeah. like doing the physical grotesqueness, but like the intelligence side of things. Yeah. Blending the two together. Of course. I like that. Um, I, again, I, I like the idea of the, the dragon and being close to something that is that magical and powerful. Like I would love to see an orc warlock. Yeah. Or like a, a tribe or cult of orc warlocks. Mm-hmm. Would be dope.
2: I believe there is a cult of the dragon below religion Ooh. in Eberron. So. Okay, well,
0: I didn't get that far in my research, and this is when Dave is looking at me. <laughs> this is that moment, everybody. We got there.
1: <laughs>
2: no, I'm, I'm, I'm helping.
1: Right? <laughs> so you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and our it's a mimic on Reddit. You can also email us at info at com to send us mailbag questions or tell us how we pronounce things wrong all the time. Or respond to our hot takes we have. Positive reviews are preferred by much. Uh, share on us on social media because we're all done by word of
2: mouth. Right on. All right, so I got the standard run-of-the-mill Forgotten Realms arc. Great. And uh, I'm not sure it came up already or not yet, but you guys know who Grumsh is. Yeah. yeah. The orc god. Grumsh one We eye- haven't
0: talked about Grumsh in this yeah, podcast yeah. so far yet, though.
2: Okay. he He's like the orc god. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when the world was being divided and all the gods were claiming territory for their own, uh, Grumsh went to the mountains, but it was taken by the dwarves. Right. Uh, he went yeah, we to the like forests. forests. Yeah. <laughs> and it was taken by the elves. Those bitches. Uh, also, so, rude. so they, the, he got laughed at by, by the other gods and that pissed him off. Of course. And it. he went and he fucked shit up. That's fair. Right? As a <laughs> I
0: support this. <laughs> I support your claim. Yeah. yeah, they,
2: they, the orcs really got shafted. Yeah. Uh, in return, the, the orcs laid waste to everyone and everything that they encountered and got in their way. Yeah. Reasonable. Uh, yeah. we're all in agreement here. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. to the yeah. point where where Grumch has claimed. That an orc's purpose is to destroy all that was denied to them. Which, think about that. That's heavy. Yeah. That's very heavy. Right? Yeah. I'll
0: put that on a t shirt.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I will destroy all that is denied to me. 100%. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I feel like that's Megan vibes. I don't
2: know. (laughs) It kind of feels like it. I think you should get it. I
1: think I need those. You should expense it to Adam as well. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Uh, the other thing about Grumsh is he is called Grumsh One Eye. That is because he was blinded uh, by an arrow from the Elven god Corlan uh, Lorethian. Did he keep that arrow? I, I don't know.
0: Where is it around his neck.
1: Yeah, yeah. with his eye on it oh. still. Obviously, <laughs> like if you're gonna lose an eye, you might as well display it.
0: Yeah, we keep that.
2: <laughs> you're yeah,
1: yeah. not gonna deny him his
2: eye. Well, well this in particular is the the long story reason. As to why orcs and elves do not get along, yeah, Uh, it's because of this. Although some orcs don't accept that this is what happened and couldn't just don't believe that Grumsh could, you know, have been hit by an arrow from a lowly elf. Yeah. So you know, in some cases, in some places, that's not necessarily what they take as true. Some
1: people believe the world's round, David. So
2: oh boy, not touching that one. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh. Uh, Orcs in the Forgotten Realms in uh, Faerun are uh, tribal. Uh, they do travel in hordes and warbands. Um, and they like to move quickly. And that kind of plays to their advantage. They go in, they raid, and they leave. If they stayed in one place, word would get back and parties would come to destroy them. Yeah. Right. So this this moving around and, and always being in a different place uh, works out well uh, in, in their favor. And I kind of like the idea... Of your your heroes come across a town that has been ravaged by orcs, and they find out that the orcs are over here. And then they get there, and the orcs aren't there. And it's just a game of of you know
0: the fog, Yeah, right. Like
2: just <laughs> as they're like you know some Scooby
0: Doo chasing going on them around, right?
2: <laughs> uh, but the the main takeaway from that is when they do travel around, it is in hordes. Think like the Mongol Empire, mm-hmm. uh, without so many horses. Okay. Okay. Uh, now. After the spell plague, the orcs of Faerun did actually learn to settle down. Uh, they were led by Obuld the 17th, uh, also called Obuld Many Arrows, and they settled into a single kingdom. He united the tribes, uh, and they ended up becoming remarkably civilized. Hmm. They actually started getting along. And the, the, the most, I think, the most interesting part of this is that once they've established it, has been around for a hundred years or so, you know, since the spell plague, they have not once initiated war with their neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always been fairly calm and relaxed. So that's, I thought that might be an interesting, you know, thing to play with. Yeah. Now, orcs are not native to the forgotten realms in forgotten realms. Uh, they didn't, start here they're not from Toral. they didn't come from across the sea or anything like that they were brought here by the creator races are you guys familiar with the creator races not at all, all right Tell there's me. five of them all right there's the Saruk who are the creators of the yuan lizard folk and the other serpentine creatures mm-hmm. there's the Batraki uh, who uh, created the Bullywugs Koatoa, and Doppelgangers the I'm not going to say this right A.R.E. There's six letters and five of them are vowels. I just I don't get it. It's just uh. These are the avian races: the Arakkoa, yeah, the yeah, Kankus, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the Fae are the fourth, and humans are the fifth. Okay. Yeah. The idea is that they built a portal in the spine of the world, which is a mountain range, uh, in, in the Forgotten Realms. Uh, and in this mountain range, they opened this portal, and the orcs came through, mm-hmm. uh, much to everyone's chagrin. The other end of the portal opened up to wherever it was that orcs are from. I didn't quite find a definite answer of where that was.
0: Everywhere.
1: Everywhere. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Faerun. But Toral. Toral Lord yeah. of the yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why they want Hell. Uh, 40k either. orcs walk out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, right? I feel sorry for everyone if it's the 40k <laughs> orcs. There, there's
2: spaceships in Forgotten Realm. Come on. They just can
1: shoot their fingers in 40K because they believe so hard. <laughs> let's not go
2: down that road. Let's yeah, let's, yeah, we're stopping. All right, all right. Uh, afterwards, though, I mean, this was you know, 30, 35,000 years ago kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, since then, they did try to open another portal, uh, which was successful, and it brought different orcs. That's where you got the, uh, the, uh, one of the, um, the sub-races, I suppose, called the Gray Orcs. Uh, specifically, not not gray orcs, but gray orcs. Okay. Right. Uh, and they are still around, although that portal has been closed. The orcs don't so don't <clears throat> the orcs don't get along so well with a lot of the other races, mainly elves. Yeah. Right. We all know that they don't like to work together, but they will work together with other creatures. It's not uncommon to see goblins and hobgoblins, uh, bugbears, ogres, that kind of thing, working together with orcs. Just because they don't work well with one doesn't mean they don't work well with another. Yeah. Again, they do make functioning society and they do it well. Yeah. Uh, however, the other, the other races around them tend to be a little weary still. It's not all like, you know, cha-chas and ice cream. It's, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Uh, and again, these guys are, are raiders. They travel, they go in, they take over places, they plunder whatever they can, and they move on. They don't often stop to build civilization, although they do sometimes. Uh, often when they're traveling, they'll find old ruins or uh, old towns that have been raided and set up shop there. But they rarely build additions to those towns, with the exception of defenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of their, their big asterisk on that one. They
0: sound like the uh, the Vikings of...
2: Yeah, in Gulf a lot Orcs. of ways. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's kind of like Vikings meet Mongols. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, They are normally a patriarchal society, and they do worship Grumsh and Luthic. Do you guys know who Luthic is? Tell me about him, Dave. Uh, Her, Luthic, is Grumsh's wife and the goddess of fertility. She demands that orcs procreate often and indiscriminately. Great. Straight out of the book.
0: Okay, so yes, Vikings. We're we're really there right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When an orc (laughs) breeds with a non-orc... Sorry, when an orc breeds with a non-orc humanoid... The child is either a full orc or a half-orc. Okay. Now, that means that they can breed with a dwarf and still give birth to an orc. Hmm. Okay? Yeah. However, if they reproduce with an ogre, it is a half-ogre, and that is called an og ogrillon.
0: I guess that's the dominant gene. <laughs> I guess.
2: Yeah. It, it just seemed weird that that was kind of the specific...
0: Except for this. Yeah, yeah. except for just
1: one, one. not like... the. Um grouping of
2: no. similar creatures.
0: Just this one.
2: Yeah. Hmm. yeah
0: very specific.
2: Uh, they do get a plus two to con, plus one to strength, but they also get a minus two to intelligence. Oh. So it's a little bit different than the other two.
0: Because you actually get a detractor.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they live to about 50 years old, which I think is a little bit shorter. Yeah, than, it's shorter. Than the yeah, more than more than shorter. Uh, and they're usually chaotic evil. Okay. They are a medium build, but they are big. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... Yeah. You guys have been to Starbucks, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course you have, sure. right? Sure. You ever get a medium?
0: Yeah.
2: No, it's called a grande. It? Yeah. Oh. So it's a medium that's large, all right? Orcs or yeah. grandes?
0: Grande-sized
2: orc. Right? Okay. <laughs> They're medium, but large. Okay? I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: absolutely hate it, I <laughs> I absolutely hate it but I also hate the, that Starbucks does that, so...
2: Yeah. yeah, the only one that isn't called large is the large. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And they don't accept, mm-hmm. you saying a large or a medium, they get... They get up about it. You get uppity about it. it. I've,
2: I've never really delved that far oh, into I have, Starbucks
1: i Starbucks because they wouldn't. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. Like, seriously, I just want a medium. Can I get one and go?
0: Can you just take that cup and put coffee in yeah. it? Yeah, that's you. all I want. <laughs> Very much.
2: <laughs> so they do move 30 feet. Okay. And they have 60 feet of dark vision. Uh, they do get menacing, which is just proficiency and intimidation. Okay. Uh, okay. And they speak, read, and write or in common. Which, another interesting tidbit I came across was that the orc language is written in the Dwarvish alphabet.
0: Interesting.
2: That's cool. Okay. Fuck the dwarves. Fuck (laughs) them! Accept their alphabet. That thing is spot on. Well,
1: no, that makes sense. You're raiding a bunch of dwarf places and you need to know what's in that barrel. Is it explosives or is it ale? You'll learn their language. You'll learn eventually. Yeah.
2: Yep. Makes sense. Uh, these orcs are quite diverse. Uh, like I said, they do have a civilization or, or a, a, you know, the one kingdom. But there are also the the warring tribes, the hordes moving around. Yeah. There's lots of different options with the Forgotten Realm orcs. They're very diverse. Uh, and they don't necessarily need to lean on those stereotypes. Right? They give you a lot of information uh, in the Monster Manual about where you, like... It's not just warbands. It's like they do have this city. There's so much going on in it. Build it. That's where Kevin's going to be.
0: That's a hustle and bustling city, right? Yeah. Like that's
2: sure. where you're going to find him. Uh, there is also uh, some other like I, I'm not sure the term are different kinds of orcs uh, in the monster manual and in volos. You've got the uh, in the monster manual and in volos. There are other different kinds of play or, uh, orc monsters. Mm-hmm. There's the war chief. There's the orc Eye of Grumsh. There's the Orog, the Blade of Ilnaval, the Claw of Luthic, the Hand of Eurtress, the Nurtured One of Eurtress, and the Red Fang of Shargos. Char- Char- All right? So what I would kind of do is I would kind of look at what those different kinds of orcs do in the book and maybe see if there's one in there that would stick out towards what my guy wants to do and use that as a motivation. Flesh
0: on a backstory that way.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Use, use those orcs. Um. to, to you know, try to figure out where your guy's going, what he's doing. Uh. The other neat thing I liked about these guys was their intimidate, the, the menacing. Yeah, okay. that's different. I like the idea of they're going around intimidating things. You can use intimidate for so many things and it doesn't have to just be simple trying to get your way. In some circumstances, you can use it to impose disadvantage. Uh. DM approved, of course. Yeah. Uh, or you could maybe use it to frighten things. You know, if you've got a party of six orcs that are walking up and they come across a halfling, yeah. I think you could intimidate them into getting the frightened condition.
1: Intimidate for stealth.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm you, you didn't
0: see me! Us. <laughs> I am invisible.
2: <laughs> right, it's it's like the aggressive feature as well, which I think all three of ours had. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They can use that uh to dominate on the battlefield. Movement is key. That's why monk. Mm. That's why monks are so good. Is because. You know they move around and they get lots of different move hits in. Forever, right? They can go so far and do so many different things, right? If you use that mentality with an orc uh, or with this aggressive feat, it it you know there's there's room to build on that, right? Mm-hmm. You can really dominate your surroundings and and change the the action economy to kind of mm-hmm. work in your favor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, the tactics with these guys are going to just be swarm and to overrun. They get in there. And they just beat you with the numbers. They don't beat you with these
0: are the ones that I feel would have pack tactics because I yeah. feel like they've been fighting for a long time together.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the The last line I had written here was attacks with organized chaos. Love that. Yeah, I really like that. I think that sums up how they how they work quite well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Love it. Uh, all right, so I got some questions for you guys, as I'm sure you were expecting. So let's roll dice again. Sixteen
0: this time. Oh,
2: four right, a seven. Me- Oh, you're going last, James. No. Good. Last for last.
1: All right, Megan. Whatever,
2: man. <laughs> uh, Megan, what's one interesting reason why one of these creatures would become an adventurer?
0: I feel like this is your classic. They were out on a raiding party and they're the last surviving stand like standing survival and they they have no idea where they are.
1: Yeah, they weren't the guy in charge of the map.
0: Yeah, and then they have to go, then they end up finding their way to a random city, and then that's how you end up in the tavern where you Mm -hmm. meet your quest giver. You know what I mean? Like,
2: oh, like a good old fish out of water kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: And be like, okay, well, my goal now is to get back home, but I need people to help me get back home because I have no idea where I am. But it's natural for me to be around because orcs are common here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, we've already touched on it already. Uh, actually, I, I had two ideas for this. I wrote down looking to mend relations with other races, but I already said that for another one. Yeah. And the other thing that stood out to me was the having them do a, a regular job in society in the, the the orc kingdom, which we I think covered already with Kevin. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Right. So Kevin's my favorite. I, th- yeah. Those are things that I would probably still uh, lean into with this particular kind for of work. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: For me, I was similar to Megan that they're out in the wilderness and either the last of their party or my thought was that's where they meet the adventure party Mm. and they're hired to bring the adventure party who's almost all unconscious back to a town, whatever. They're like, oh, I'll just help them and I'll meet you guys back at the next raid And never makes it to the next raid.
0: Yeah, this could be like your if you're playing a PC that's coming in on a game. Yeah, late late into a game, it would be a great way to be introduce a character. You're you're a part of an orc raiding party that comes across what you're saying is is the PCs and you're helping them get to civilization. Mm -hmm. That's really cool, especially because orcs when we want to flip the narrative of that they're just yeah. You're
1: expecting a fight and they're like, oh, can we help you?
0: No man, like we'll take you back home. Like
1: we're headed that direction as it is. Your
0: clerics down. What do you need? Like we'll give you a hand. Like (laughs) we got a (laughs) guy. We got like on
1: hands or something like
0: that uh, Kevin will count your money if you. Need it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is very suspicious <laughs> they don't know that <laughs> come we'll protect you give us your give money us your our money guy though. will count it for you but means it so innocently and honestly right 100%. no catch I love it. I
0: love
2: it so much. that would play into I like the idea of that playing into um, them not realizing the societal norms as well yeah and that's another thing where you can play dumb intelligently Right? Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Very true. What kind of insight do you have for players who want to explore role-playing this kind of character?
0: I Play them more intelligent, I feel. Um, Even though these are the ones that have the negative intelligence score. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Actually, that was... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But, again, I feel like these are your battlement characters. So, like, they're going to have they're going to know what's happening around them. They're going to be very Mm. perceptive. They're going to understand what's happening, what's going on. Uh, If someone like sneaks up on them, they're going to know how to react to it. Like they're, they're tactical. Not necessarily yeah. intelligent, but tactical.
1: Well, more wise is kind of, yeah. besides wisdom being an actual stat, yeah. that's kind of the way I also see them. Yeah. They may not be smart, but they're good at what they do.
0: Yes, they have a focus, yeah. and they're like, this is my specialty. So yeah, if Ooh. you're a
1: fighter, you know when someone's got their eyes on you wanting to kill you.
0: Yeah, man, that guy's been following us for like 10 days. Yeah, no one Let, else let's go deal that. with him. Like. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Again, it just le- like leans into the whole. They don't need to be stupid. No, they mm-hmm. can be very intelligent. And uh, I mean, if you're gonna really explore being an orc as a playable race, learn it. Mm-hmm. Learn what it is. Learn the society around yeah. it. Because if you're gonna go into uh, just because I know it, the the water deep under mountain, the dungeon of the mad mage, that kind of thing. When you run into the Xanathar Guild, maybe they're gonna be looking. Kind of funny at you, yeah. right? There's there's a lot of motivation that comes from being an orc, from a lot of different places. Learn what those are so that you're not surprised later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you and the DM are on a level playing I was field. Like it sucks to be your
0: DM who now has to learn where what everybody's reaction to an orc is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And as you were saying earlier, for me, it's know what world you're in. Like the one I was covering is a lot more friendly than the one Dave covered, which in Megan's was kind of right in between us. Yeah. So depending where you are in the world, like the Faerun ones, they seem more of the evil inclined orcs. Yes, they're a playable character. Yes, they can be good. But this feels more like you should be leaning toward the more evil side. Whereas mine was,
2: be what you want. Do as you want. Well, I I think this was more saying that your standard orc is going to be evil. Yeah.
1: But... But if everyone in your whole village is evil... Not saying you won't be good, but you're likely to be bad.
2: Yeah, if you're gonna be a player in a party and you pick the only player or the only character that's going to be chaotic evil, yeah. you're a dick. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Right? Play play the game. Don't the my precious character would do it this way. No, shut no. up. I'm just role playing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Come on, get, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is hey, for
1: chaotic evil and chaotic stupid. Yes. Well
2: well it's like my guy on our Sundays what what's his catchphrase Confidently incorrect, yes, right. Mm-hmm. But I try not to let that take away from everything else.
0: Oh, yeah, it just one of those things you pull out every once in a while, yeah, you know, exactly. but it's for the balance, or like when something's too serious, you'll randomly get a one liner yeah. in the corner, and you're like okay, yeah, exactly. Dave showed up, yeah, yeah. Dave you're the assignment, <laughs> <Mr. laughs> sat there quietly
2: for 45 minutes to drop this one line, one yeah. sentence to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what class or subclass do you think would be a good thematic fit for this kind of work? Uh, that's like, not barbarian, sorry. I,
0: well, I, this would be your fighter, then. Like, it has to be, because they're, they're martial classed. Um, they're, they fight in hordes, their goal is to raid, like, it's... I, at the same point, you could probably flip it, and I would say you would want to make maybe a charisma-based healer out of it, just to have that one person on the battlefield that's a like a war yeah. cleric kind of thing. But they are definitely martial. Like, there's no getting around it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of doing a monk with these guys oh, uh, running cool around up. punching stuff mm-hmm. and like really leaning into the movement. Imagine
0: an orc just punching you in the face like four times. God. Like even a non-monk
2: orc. <laughs> oh my don't god. Don't they
1: get an additional for their fists or is that uh, Goliath? Uh, these I just, guys don't know. Oh, uh, it's Goliath. I think they get the higher D. It,
2: it might be. I couldn't. I, can't I don't know off the that. top of my head. I
1: know one of the big races get to hit harder.
2: Yeah. The, the other thing, though, I liked about the this kind of orc in particular is leaning into the warlock side of things. They pray to Grumsh. Oh, true. Uh, in fact, when they kill an orc, or sorry, when the an orc kills an elf, uh, they can do a ritual kind of thing. And if Grumsh appears and instructs them to, they'll rip out one of their own eyes to be more like uh, Grumsh. Love that
0: about them right yeah. so oh, dedicated so i
2: like the idea of a warlock yeah uh leaning into this and using grumsh as his patron kind of thing that's pretty badass i would yeah. do
1: that to any player that is playing a orc in that campaign yeah i'd make sure they knew about the lore sessions in advance and then just drop it on them one day they kill an elf and grumsh appears and tells them to rip out their eye it's,
0: ah, okay what do you do Yes, sir. Right away, yeah. sir. <laughs> well, do you listen?
1: Does the player listen? And what do you give them in return? Oh, what if do they, do if they do, don't? Yeah. Do you take the eye and give them nothing for it?
0: One, you take the eye, you eat it, and you say, "Yeah, have a nice Because wasn't
1: uh, this whole one about um, taking what was wrongfully taken from you or not given to you? As you were saying at the beginning of this.
2: Yeah, to to take all that was denied to yeah. them or destroy Asked all for the all that eye, and then they denied it, so destroy the eye. Uh. Man, that could be like a real hardcore character flaw.
0: Yeah. 100%. I love that so But much. back to what we were
1: actually talking about, I do paladin.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Martial class, but you believe in the task that has been set in front of you. Yeah. Especially from the empire or kingdom of orcs. Yeah. Like, you are a paladin to protect the crown.
2: Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, all right, guys, if you are going to do a creative build. Something that was like maybe not necessarily leaning into every one of these traits, what would you guys pick?
0: I think the fact that they have a negative intelligence score and (laughs) making them a wizard would be hilarious. Yeah. Just a really stupid wizard.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Or really smart, but he knows you should be smarter. Yeah. Like... (laughs) He is an 18, but he knows he should be 20. Yeah. Like, he knows he should be maxed intelligence, but he got hit one too many times as a kid. <laughs> he's
0: that one person that, like, reads the first chapter of a book and then never finishes the book.
1: Yeah. Get a really flat it. forehead from when he was dropped as a child. <laughs> yeah. That's how he learned magic, though. He was recovering in his room and they gave him a book.
2: He's like, he also, oh
0: shit. But he you knows the first spell of every book yeah. that he's read. Nothing, Nothing
2: after. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of making an Artificer orc. Oh, cool. Okay. I like the I could, idea that you can have this guy. give me the
1: Head vibes. Well, yeah.
2: I, I like the idea of more like a nutty professor or like a Doc Brown from Back to the Future kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah. You know, the, the the tinkery, like absent-minded, not stupid, but lapsing in, in mm-hmm. judgment, not making the smartest decisions all the time, that yeah. kind of thing. I like that idea. I think that could be a lot of fun. Just like, a, again, real fish out of the water scenario.
0: Very true.
1: Very true. Yeah. For me, a bard because i think it'd be hilarious let me sing you no. No. the song It's an excellent like acapella like
2: all the way up the register Give us really a- high speech so i will not be playing the orc bard no no i can't i can't you cannot it.
0: play the orc bard no. unless again i feel like you would play the spoons yeah yeah
2: i think dan could probably do a good orc bard
0: I feel like if if he was at the table today, he would have given us a build for an orc bard.
1: Yeah. 100%. Oh, probably. Probably already has several.
0: Somewhere.
2: The guitar is right there. It's true. He wrote me a song He promised us
0: all songs for that game, and he has not done that yet. letting us down. Yeah.
1: Dan. You should guys start posting on the Reddit about it.
0: Yeah. Dan, you need to write your players songs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any final inspirations from everyone before we wrap it up here?
0: So much rich history, use it. And, like, do the d d history. Yeah. Forget the other history of, like, any other fantasy nonsense. Like, just the d d history is so rich. Just use it.
2: There is a lot. I mean, I was going through it today, and I, I looked in the player's handbook uh, when I was looking at half-orcs. So I was like, okay, there's not a lot there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I looked to break down the orc stat block. as like, well, there's not a lot there. But then I flipped back a page was like, well... No, there's a shit ton here, and then I started doing some Google searches and stuff, and like, there is so, so much, much, so yeah. so yeah. much. I agree. There was a, a thing I didn't even talk about—the Orc Gate War. I think it was. That was yeah. When the, that's when the gray orcs came in. Like, there's whole wars and like a, a mm-hmm. huge bundle of knowledge on yeah. these guys. Yeah. Do your research. They're actually like really fucking cool. Uh, they're they're one of the forgotten races I almost find when it comes to playable races yeah right they're not in the the core handbook they're not um on the the forefront of everybody's mind but when you think about fantasy settings they're a staple yeah right absolutely so I think they don't you know get the the um, appreciation that they deserve' yeah anyone
0: yeah. anyone who's done anything fantasy related knows that orcs are, are a thing yeah it's just a matter of what history you're using? Yeah,
2: yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, neat thing about orcs. The first time I ever used them in fifth edition, mm. uh, we were doing the Lost Minds of Fendalver, and I was DMing it. And there's a point where they come across an orc horde in a cave, and I think they've got an ogre with them or something. Yeah. Uh, and my uh, rogue party member decided that he wanted to run in. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to dash in and see what's going on." Of course. Uh, because we had a battle map and he, you know, metagamed the, well, the orcs are over here and I'm over here. Yeah. Well, he didn't know that the orcs had the aggressive trait. And they all moved in and they surrounded him. And that was my very first character death as a DM in 5th edition. And you're
0: like, sucker. And
2: <laughs> yeah. he was my very, it was the same player who I killed previously in 3.5. And then I killed him again in Dungeon of the Mad Mage after that. And nobody had died in between. So this guy just gets the. Just the short end of it, he rocked. just got absolutely savaged by these orcs. It
1: feels like a bunch of bad decisions to me.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was absolutely the yeah. guys. There repercussions yeah. to your actions. It was like a five foot entrance to the cave, and they had a paladin. They could have just plugged the hole and just sent yep. spells Bottle-deck and it, arrows yeah. and stuff. But no, no, he got himself surrounded by like eight orcs and an ogre. Punched. You're gonna have a bad time, yeah. right? Talking. And that you use your dash
1: to go in. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, he wasn't within reach of anybody else. It took them a couple of rounds to get to his... Dead body. Body. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because, like, I mean,
2: he's down on the ground. I'm going to play... I do try to play to what would make sense. Yeah. If there's a guy that goes down in a circle full of orcs, they're going to just keep cutting them until everybody else shows up. Yeah. Right? So...
0: Like, make sure it's dead. Tap twice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Sorry, friend. Yeah, dead. Moving on. Here's a character sheet. Enjoy. Uh, So that's all for our discussion on playable orcs in 5th edition. The next time we circle back to discussing playable races, we'll be looking at the long list of playable Goblinoids. Next week, though, we'll be returning to our conversation on Clerics, so make sure to subscribe and follow for more insights on player options.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the It's a Mimic podcast. If you'd like to support us, we have a donate button on our website at www.itsamimic.com, as well as a store for some sexy merch. We also rely on word of mouth to get news of the podcast out there to the community. So please pass the word to everyone you know that we're available on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as most podcast apps. Thanks again for listening to It's a Mimic, where you never know what you're going to get. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) This has been an It's a Mimic production. Inquiries, requests, and questions for our mailbags
2: can be sent to info at itsamimic.com.
1: Of the non-common races, so player handbook races, which one have you wanted to play but never have?
0: Like uncommon as in not often used? Yeah, not maybe? often
1: used. Not in the player's handbook, essentially. So, okay. like, the base races.
0: Oh, Eric cockroach would be one that I would want to do.
2: Yeah, I think turtle for me, like, some of the, like... It, more animalistic yeah. ones. Yeah, that, that's what I'm interested yeah. in. I, I like kind of leaning into those more for one-shots than anything else. When I'm building, like, a real character for a real campaign, I kind of want it to be a little more... Grounded. Something yeah. that you
0: know that you could pretend that you could do. Whereas, yeah. like, if me pretending to be a bird on a regular basis <laughs> just, seems, <laughs> uh, just seems a little wild yeah. to me. Um, also, just because I feel like they, everything always has a weird different speech pattern, I think that's fun to play with. Yeah,
1: I um, think Eric Croker, Cancu, would be the two because bird. Yeah. One Kanku. shot though, I wouldn't play. As Dave said, I wouldn't play
2: a proper character, but. Yeah. But that's what one shots are for. Yeah. In my opinion, right? Like well, I mean, you, you
0: played the ra- rabbits. What are those called again?
2: Uh, the, uh, you know, I don't even remember. Me neither. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but like that's the thing. It's like I was like yes, this is great for a one shot, but like I would not play that forever.
2: No, gosh. No. Although I mean, I am a Leonin in our other. That's true. Yeah,
0: but that's more. They're more humano- humanoid than they are. That, that's true. Lion-esque. I think they make a
2: better cat person than a tabaxi as well. That's true. Yeah.
0: Fair for fair. Agreed. Meow. <laughs>
2: Loving it. Hold on Okay <sighs> Love it
0: Orchers Orchers
1: Orchers and <laughs> hymens so,
2: Havens so, and orchers Let me sing you no. No. The song He's... Can't sing <laughs>
0: Just give him a second
2: <laughs> You
0: get? You get it right?
2: Yeah. Great. I did it. Did
1: you? Good job, David.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm glad we did that. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> Thanks for listening. Bye.